production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. It's a lot, isn't it? Everyone and welcome to the episode of It's a Lot with Abby Chatfield, and we have Sophie Monk. Oh, thanks for having me, Abby. Hello, Sophie, thanks for coming in. Oh, I appreciate it. Ella Valen, best friendship. Is um, just I really mean, flourishing. we just we've got yeah relationships in reality shows. Really, I know it's beautiful. Oh yeah, From, Bachelor, Bachelorette, yeah, Love yeah, Island, yeah. Love Island after party. Yeah. We love it. Mm. Everyone thinks we're beefing. What's that mean? Like oh, we, hate, we hate each other. Yeah, Why? yeah. So because when when you're so we did a live cross on after party. To, with Sophie, the first episode. Oh yes, okay. and then and then people thought that because your your earpiece wasn't working or there was a lag. Yes, yeah. they're literally always. Well, is. you know what it was? They put the backup music really loud. So w- when we were <gasps> speaking before it, mm-hmm. I got you right. Yes, and then the music was so high, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, so I kind of was making out what you're saying, and then you kind of made a joke, and I didn't get it, and no. asked again, <laughs> and then I couldn't hear it, so I just fake laughed. I went, oh. <laughs> And I just was trying to keep it going because it's so live, your show. It's so live. Yeah. And people don't understand that. And they also don't understand live crosses. There's always a lag anyway. It's yeah. like in the news when there's just, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. then when it's a joke, it doesn't work as no. well. So people were like posting. People were DMing me being like, Sophie Monk clearly hates you. Oh. She can't stand you. How's people course? with girls? They just set us up. I know. Yeah. They just go, you two must dislike yeah. each other. And yeah. I'm like, babe. No, Sophie I'm a mega makes... fan. I know. Yeah. I'm a mega fan of you as yeah. well. Um, I remember your season of The Bachelor was the only one I ever watched because mum and I are obs- were obsessed. Oh, it's the um, only one I watched too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, mum, because mum used to always think, God, Sophie's just such a good Gold Coast girl, isn't she? So oh. we just were mega fans from forever. But, you know, our beef is starting now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so lots of enemies, huge enemies. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about a few things that I haven't really, I don't know if I haven't deep, deep enough or what, but I haven't really heard you speak about some of these things. But let's start with Bachelorette. Obviously, you spoke about a little bit. Yeah. So when you went on... I watched your little, last night I watched your little intro piece. You were walking the dog at Burley Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a puppy and it was going fucking mental as yeah. well. It was running everywhere, like, yeah. Yeah, and getting all the photos of the fans. Yes. That was your intro. And you were saying, you know, you've dated you've dated rock stars and actors and, and I guess musicians are rock stars, but all people in Hollywood. Yeah. And you just wanted to find a nice, normal person. Mm-hmm. Why then did we do The Bachelorette? Because I couldn't meet anyone. True. And honestly, my mum, she said to me, you may as well do The Bachelorette. Exactly. Like, you're going to be single forever. And mm-hmm. I was like, good point. Anyway, so I told my manager and then next minute he's rung straight away and within a week I was doing it. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I haven't thought oh this through. God. Everyone's going to hate me. Like, I really thought, what? you know, I'll be lucky. I'll find love at least, but uh-huh. the, the public are going to hate me. But Why ended would up you the opposite. Hate you? <laughs> I didn't find love. And- <laughs> <laughs> we had Stu Laundy. Yeah. Bless him. What happened? Oh, I just don't want to get into it. Only because, yeah, because I no, because I feel like I've moved on yeah, and out yeah, of respect. Yeah. I'm trying this new Josh. thing of respect to my partner Weird. of just not talking about it. Can't it's just relate. Best. I talk about it everything over and over again, and people get yeah, mad but at me. People love you for it. No, you know? fuck. yeah. Well, so that's what I was wanted to talk to you about because I am like a little a plankton in compared to your career and your and your persona within the media and you've had so many years in the industry and you were saying you found it really hard to meet people. How yeah. did you meet Josh? How did this happen? And I want hope from you, Sophie. Yeah. I met him on an aeroplane. 
Really? So, yeah. I was doing like a, I think it was from the first Love Island. Mm-hmm. I did like a, I flew to drive a Mustang for Channel 9. I don't know what I was promoting then. but And then I jumped on the plane and I was sitting and we just kind of both wanted a glass of champagne. Mm-hmm. Straight way to, you know, Duh. straight to the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then he was like, oh, this service is terrible. So he ended up getting up and getting the champagne and bringing it back. And I was like, already Hot. ticks. Yeah. Hot. yeah. And then pouring it for me. And mm-hmm. then he was like getting olives. And I was like, oh, this is like, you know, a date. And then, oh yeah, started just offloading. He was listening to my stories. And I was like, wow, this guy's a listener as oh well. God. And then he, was, he was, had like a bit of comedy. And mm-hmm. I was like, and then I just said to him, are you single? And he goes, yeah. And then I said, can I kiss you? And he goes, yes. And I went, can I just brush my teeth? So, you oh. know, those, um, we're in business class, so I was, yeah, yeah. I was looking for my toothbrush, just Little went pack. to the toilet. He went to the other one, brushed her teeth, and I went, okay, let's do this. And then we, yeah. Just How went, romantic. Yeah. So did he know who you were, obviously? He says no. Bullshit. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's Because he, he, he lived overseas for a bit. So I was like, okay, yeah, he, he doesn't reckon he did. But but he's not seen, like, date movie He's no. not. Uh, well, no, no I guess not. No. Yeah. Nothing. No. Yeah, and, he, and he, it seems to live up to it because he doesn't know anything I did in the past. So. Oh, great. Well, that yeah. must be nice for you in a big change. Yeah. It is you... a not because you're a bit like, you know, I wouldn't mind if you did not in the past. <laughs> See a mega fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so when you dated people in the past, when you tried to meet someone, were they either fans or they were celebrities themselves well, and assholes? in the same industry. I wouldn't yeah. say everyone's famous or whatever. It's yeah. just more you're doing the same kind of job. And for mm-hmm. me... Like, well, with Hollywood, it wasn't so much that. It was like you're dating the same walks of life. Like yeah. everyone, even the waitress is wanting to be an actress. Your doctor's mm-hmm. working on a reality show. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I just needed a different thing to escape or you're yeah. both obsessing with this kind of superficial world or competing. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I wanted something out of it. Yeah, and then I just met Josh and I was like, he was just perfect. Oh, nice. I can't believe you found someone that didn't know who you were. I know. An Australian that didn't know who you were. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful because yeah. I struggle. So I'm um, I'm bisexual and I, I have had to stop putting women on my dating, like on Tinder, because they're all fans and I oh, can't escape course. it. Because is that your main audience? Yes. Yeah. It's like queer women around my age. Yeah. So I've had to just meet them organically at, at bars and stuff or through friends because I can't, because they'll DM me with like personal jokes, like from my content oh. or Oh, okay. You know, or like a, like a, uh, you know, like a podcast reference or something. And it just makes the power weird, doesn't it? It's really is that what weird. It is? Yeah. But then with the men, they have no idea who I am. Yeah, right. Not a clue. Like yeah. one time, I, I, I met my, I, I was seeing this guy, and I met his friends at this party, and they said, "What do you do for work?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm always like, "What the fuck do I say?" And yeah. I was like, "Um, I have a podcast." Yeah. And then he was like, "That's a hobby, not a oh, job." Oh, you're like not for me. <laughs> Have you seen my numbers? I know. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really hard to find someone. And I'm like, yeah. And and it's quite serendipitous that you met Josh on a plane. Yeah. And what were some green flags with him? And what were some red flags in the past you've ignored with other people that you wish you were like, fuck, I wish I just. Well, the green flags is he was such a gentleman to me Mm. as well, like really caring and. yeah, just so you could tell he was nurturing and mm. sensitive mm, as well. Yeah. And then the comedy was there too. He's quite yeah. funny. I'm funnier, but he's yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then red flags. I'd say the most attractive trait that people kind of go for, I've noticed with my friends and stuff, is the narcissistic type because yes. they don't treat you like that, which mm. means, you know, it's playing hard to get. Yeah. And all those kind of things that you don't want in a relationship but at the beginning mm. might, you know, excite you. Yeah, and you question yourself Exactly, and then they end up. 
massive egos and insecure or narcissists. Yes. Yeah. But you're such, I'm just basically sucking your dick right now, Sophie. But you're, such, just, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a catch. I was, I was writing down my, my questions to you and I was like, you've been in music. Acting, reality TV hosting, being on reality, like you, you, you just tick every box and you're gorgeous and you're funny and you're lovable. And do you think that that attracts narcissistic dickheads because you are so, I don't say unattainable, but unattainable because you're so fucking fantastic that they think if I get this one, my narcissism will be cured? Oh, I don't know if it's that. I, I think, think I'm, they're attracted to me because I'm a walkover, like mm. in real life. I'd say it's more that. Like How I'm so? soft and then... I'll, I'll doubt myself rather than them. And mm-hmm. if they feed you negative, I used to mm-hmm. eat into it and think it's me and it's more self-confidence, I'd say, in the past. Right, so during yeah. relationships you'll let people walk, walk all over yeah, you basically. totally. Yeah, I'd rather that than argue. I just can't fight. I'll just be like, you win. And then that mm. can grow into something worse. Yeah, you know? me too. My yeah. ex used to say to me, which is so manipulative now in hindsight, he used to say, what's more important, this argument or our relationship? And it would be well, things like, well, that's yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, but you gave me chlamydia. And he'd be oh. like, <laughs> like, oh, the, like that level of shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like not well, Sophie. Yeah. But we, we have a nice we have a nice boy now, right, Max? Oh, yeah. you heard. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. We're, we're, not, we're not fully public yet. Awesome. Yeah, very exciting. He's very nice to me. Oh, he's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. The photos you keep sending me. Yeah, he's oh. really hot. Oh. He's really nice. Yeah. He'd like... Bought me flowers, had my period recently. Like, went to the show. I know, we really like How'd him. How'd you meet? Can I ask? No, so he was actually staying with my really good friend in Byron. Yeah. And I was going to meet her because I bought a house up there. Yeah. And she was like, can my mate come to drinks last afternoon? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Should this guy's staying with me. It's really random. Like, I'll just bring him. And it was him. And it was Conrad. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the guy from The Bachelorette that I've been talking about fingering me. Oh, like, really? <laughs> So no I wonder post- he was in. Did, is that the first trick in? You're like, I thought about this. No, no, I posted on my stories saying I want Conrad to finger me. Oh, wow. This is like weeks before thinking I would never meet him. You should him. wait for Hallmark. I know. Uh- <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I would, I would always in past relationships be just like an absolute pushover and just uh, even still though now I get really panicky and anything that I do slightly wrong, I. I just want forgiveness. I want to fix it immediately. Yeah. Do you get that with Josh? Or do you, have you felt after three years you are oh, much more secure and much more, better at boundaries? Heaps better. Mm. And also more secure because he makes me feel awesome. Yeah. He doesn't put me down. He doesn't try those games. So, no. And then you just find as time goes by, you're like, oh, wow, I've got a self-esteem back, you know. Yeah, so, it must be nice. Yeah, it's super good. It's bizarre that you wouldn't have had self-esteem though because, I mean, you're Sophie Monk. No, but I think in our industry... It is filled with people with low self-esteem as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. We're all you know? a bit unwell. Yeah, we all pretend oh my and God. put a front on. And, uh-huh. and, you know, you might be good at performing, but it doesn't mean so much inside you feel that. You no. know, it's probably why we're extroverted. Yeah, because but, you've got to yeah. overcompensate. Yeah, and, you've got to, and you've got to be like the entertaining one to get some sort of validation from people in the room. Was that just Ex- me? No, it's true. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm introverted as well, but extroverted when I need to, I go out and perform. Yeah. But then I'd rather stay at home. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's just filled with in our industry. And I get nervous yeah. when people see me out and they want, do you ever feel like when you meet fans, you feel pressure to be a certain way and you're just not, like if you're out at like a bar or something, people say, oh my God, Sophie Monk, then do you feel pressure to be overly funny and out there and impress them so that they don't have a bad experience with you or well, do you just not at I'm this a different point? age group, so I don't yeah. go to bars or like, you know, I go to restaurants and then. <laughs> well, at restaurants, wherever you go. I find with me, 
is people are really lovely and trusting. Yes. When next minute I'm at dinner and I might go to the toilet and I'm in the toilet and they're offloading things in four seconds where they're in tears and mm. just, you know, and I'm talking, being their therapist because yeah. I'm a bit too nice, you know, and then I walk out and I'm like, wow, I'm drained. <laughs> and I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And I have people sit with me at dinner. Like I've had dinners with girlfriends and people will pull up a chair and be yeah. like, I had one girl recently be like, isn't it, don't you find it so annoying when all these fans are asking for photos with you? And she was <laughs> sitting at dinner with my friends yeah. and I was like, yes. Yeah. I do find it annoying, funnily yeah. enough. But I do, I love it now. Like I no. think everyone's so nice to me. Like I'm lucky that people go, I really like you. And that's yeah. all, that's all really I want. Imagine they're coming like, to you and saying, fuck you, Sophie Monk. I've had that back in the past too. Have worry. you? When? Yeah. Oh, back when I was younger and I did music, people would come up and go, your song is shit. I hate it. You know, or you're fatter than I thought or, you know. To but, but that's back when I went to bars when I was younger. But, you know, now everyone's so lovely. They would yeah. say your song is shit yeah. and you're fatter than I thought. Yeah, yeah, all Does the it, time. But it made me just then recluse. But, mm. yeah, I've grown out of that now. Well, know? speaking of your, your body image, how how have you, how's your relationship been with your body throughout your career? It's It's changed all the time. Like mm-hmm. I think when I was... Uh, younger, I started in music and then somehow fell into modelling, like poor mm-hmm. me. Sounds oh, like, like somehow. And it was, I, and, no, you know what I mean, no, but no, I did no. and somehow that yeah. paid the bill so I had to keep sticking with it. Mm. But there was, but you know, now, I think because of the Kardashians and everything, curves mm. are, I mean, that's what everyone finds hot anyway, mm-hmm. but that wasn't what modelling was. It was mm-hmm. like straight up and down, no boobs, yeah. you know, no hips. So I struggled with that because I found... It wasn't um, necessarily someone telling me I need to lose weight, but you get rewarded by it by getting work, you uh-huh. know. If yeah, you're, right. So I'd be very conscious all the time about mm-hmm. my weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays I don't, no. you know, really care yeah, so as much. Nah. I love it. No, but yeah. when when did that shift happen for you? Was there a certain point or was it just? I reckon like 30. Yeah? Yeah, that's when I started. Or 32 and then getting into radio and starting to be more of a myself. Personality. And a, yeah, and a personality and being able to use a bit more comedy. It's like then that became what people liked rather yeah. than just, you know, fashion, which I have no clue on anyway, but yeah. yeah. Did you did you ever feel like, because now your career is your personality, mm. uh, because everyone loves you for your personality, right? Mm. It's, like, it's like the best thing about you besides how gorgeous you are. But do, did you ever feel like when you weren't doing that, when you were doing modelling and music, you didn't get to be yourself as much? You didn't get yes. to express yourself? Yes. And I lived in um, LA for 10 years, so mm-hmm. I was trying to be an actress and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, didn't have that avenue to be myself for anyone to know. So they'd just presume what you were. And yes. there's no social media back then, so you couldn't kind of um, do content or anything to kind of show that. So I'd just do kind of the work. So yeah. the public saw me very differently, I think. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah. they can see the real you. Yeah. They love that. Yeah, it's way more fun. <laughs> yeah. Way more fun. Well, speaking of body image, I heard about a bra commercial. Can you tell yes. me about what the fuck happened with this bra commercial? Oh, well, I get a lot of articles saying I've got fake boobs and stuff. Yeah. They're not. They've They're got not. a life of their own. I'm very like, jealous. They, well, actually, I've, I've What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really nice to Yeah, yeah. But mine go, you know, up and down and up and down. And I remember I had to shoot this commercial and uh, it was a bra commercial mm. and I had to sing Push It, you know, that, ah, Push It, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I had to cancel it because I was so hormonal, I couldn't fit the bra. So I had to cancel, say I was sick oh and wait God. till I wasn't hormonal. It cost them $50,000 to move this commercial. They, were they upset with the... Well, I just said I was sick. But, was, I mean, they weren't stoked. <laughs> they were like, great. But, yeah, they just got... Grand. And nowadays, like, you, you know, real boobs, you know what they're like. Like oh half my the God. time... 
literally C cup to an E cup throughout my cycle. I'm exactly the same. They're unpredictable. It's it's, it's like, wild. Can't plan it. Yeah, there were times yeah. in after party where we'd have to change what I was wearing or like we'd have to really zip me up because in the mic packs added in as well. Yeah. Your boobs are just like Yeah. It's it's painful. Well, it's I tape awful. sometimes half of them to my back to fit. Like it's like, well just tape them wherever they can yeah, go nice. to move them around. Yeah. You see my nipples They're are like really gumby. <laughs> Like they just move nowadays. <laughs> but. See, my nipples on body had to get like triple taped because they get my nipples are always hard. Yeah, right. And always wanting to be exposed. Yeah. But Channel Nine didn't like that very much. Surprised men don't listen to your podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> so they never do. I think more and more are. I yeah, mean, they're all gay. So they're all gay. Well, not all of them. No, but the well. gays. The gays are listening to the podcast. I feel like at this point, whatever. Ask you, you've been in almost every industry in terms of entertainment, right? Is there anyone that you haven't done? Music, uh, TV, acting, no. Uh, uh, Theatre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Broadway. Yeah, Broadway. <laughs> what, what has your experience been like being a woman in, in all these different industries? Other, is music different to acting? Yeah. Or is it all just entertainment? And I think they've all got a similarity. Mm-hmm. And I think as a performer, because I grew up on, you know, stage young, like mm. eight years old, singing professionally and mm. dancing at five. So I've always mm. been on stage and it was all, it's all kind of the same. Like, mm. can you sing? I bet you can. No. God, oh. no, my sister can. Oh, really? Bitch. Yeah. 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 No, she but has, I feel like, like, real talent. you know, it all comes, and they're all pretty similar. Yeah. You know, Mark like Johnny and Young growing up, though. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Johnny Young. Oh, did you go to yeah, Johnny Young? Yeah, yeah, oh, babe. We love awesome. it at um, Talai. Oh, did you? <laughs> Dance school. That's yeah. hilarious. And we... It was so bad. You used to have to sing. Um, it was like our anthem was close your eyes oh, and I'll okay. kiss you. Like all what of us in our little – isn't that bizarre? Yeah. And we awesome. did Rocky Horror at one point when oh, I was like you? six years old. Yeah. Anyway, just Gold Coast things. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, continue. Yeah, but I just think they're all kind of similar in a way. Yeah. And having said that, I'm not really good at any of it. I can kind of just do all of it a little bit shit, you know. <laughs> so I kind of fake it, you know. Yeah. yeah. But what's it like – in, in what ways are they similar? Um, well, I think performing's performing. Like yeah. even, you know, doing radio and stuff, there's an element sometimes of acting and, you know, that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, if you can do live radio like you can and live TV, you, I reckon you can do acting as yeah. well. Mm. I've, I've tried to do acting. I'm not very good at it. I find that I'm I'm too much myself and then I also get nervous about, I get frustrated with scripts. I yeah. See, I've done about 14 movies and I'm not sure I'm good at it either. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. many fucking movies. Um, but as a woman in this industry, have you, have you had any, do you ever feel like you're being objectified or do you feel like you've struggled being a woman or do you feel like you've had a pretty lucky ride? Well, I feel like back in the day I used to look back and go, oh, I'm being typecast as the sexy girl. Mm. And now I go, oh, well, I miss it. I wish I was typecast oh, as really? the sexy girl. So I was like, but that was like kind of what I did was the blonde bimbo. That was my persona. So I feel like if anyone did it, it was myself. Yeah, you know? So right. no, I haven't really felt that. Oh, really? Mm. That's amazing. Yeah, not at all. I was hoping for a horror story though. Yeah, no. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it was like... <laughs> All I right, did, go home. Yeah, <laughs> right. pack it we've up. had enough. We've had enough. <laughs> I did at the beginning, like I remember we when I was back in Bardi, mm. um, which is a band for everyone that's a bit young. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't. Um, you don't do need not. to we tell people the Bardo it's a CD. Oh, and uh, we had to do FHM, the cover, and I was like, oh, I can't do sexy. I'm very against it. And then, yeah, yeah and then I was like, next minute, just always in bathers. <laughs> so, so did you not feel like you were sexy when you were, when you were young? Because you were... 
at the auditions at 19, weren't you? you were, yeah, yeah, 18. 18, 19, 18. Yeah. 18. So, yeah, I just felt very self-conscious, I think, at that age. I was a really young 18, 19-year-old too, not very yeah. mature. Yeah. So I was just really self-conscious and insecure. About but the way you looked or about who you were? Ev- who I was, everything, I think. A lot yeah. of the questions that I got were about confidence. Yes. And how you're so confident in in who you are and so comfortable in your skin. How did you go from being a subconscious 18-year-old to to where you are now? Well, I think it just got to the point is either you get out of the industry, you know, because for, for the industry I was in, which I live and breathe like kind of back then, is I just went, well, either get out of it and I'm going to be insecure forever or, you know, get amongst it and make the best out of it. Because mm-hmm. people would say to me, if you don't like it, get out, you know, and that's why I'm a bit yeah. anti-whingy people in our industry. It's like, well, then don't do it, don't you know. Do it. Yeah, there is yeah. other options. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do this, you know. Did you ever seriously consider leaving the industry? Uh, no, because I can't do anything else. And I was like, so just do it and <laughs> just get over do? it and don't care what people think about you and just try and be really? comfy. Yeah. So you just have a, a mindset switch. Yeah, and not read bad comments. Like I do have the power to not do that. I just don't read bad comments or take them in because like it's like Daily Mail, you know, the headlines might be okay but the comments are savage. The comments are cool. I, don't, I will not read them at all. I just don't because it ruins my day. And I know that I'm going to think about it and yeah. make me insecure. So if I don't read them and don't know, denial's my friend. So yeah, you know, true. I just don't and don't listen to negativity. Yeah, Which, I have a Google alert on my name. Oh, do you? That comes in every morning. Oh, right. Yeah, I not, don't. I need to get rid of it. Yeah, just I just I wait for my friend to ring and go, "Hey, you've got to address this." Or That's otherwise, if if it's not, don't even worry about it because it's just going to be out there and. The people that follow you and your podcast, yeah, they, they care about you. That's just other people that don't. So don't follow you. So I just don't look unless I, it's urgent. I probably should just get rid of that Google. Yeah, hey, yeah. Because tell them how comments are sick and twisted. Yeah. Oh no, the comments are sad. I just don't open that section because you know. The, but you, you know what I started doing? Reading everyone else's, and I was like, oh, cool. So they do it to everyone. Everyone. So it's not you. They do it to everyone. Yeah. Like so. the Daily Mail comments are. I don't know. It's almost like. They're bots who who think of the worst thing. Like there'll be an article about me. Like literally, I think the other day, I, like when I bought my house. Yeah. Someone wrote one about how I have no idea about mortgages and how I'm not going to be able to afford the repayments. And it's like, why right. are you? <laughs> like, why are you finding an article about my house and then commenting about my financial situation and how I don't understand that I should have had a half fixed and half variable interest on yeah. my loan? And it's like, how do you know what loan I have? Then it's like, dumb bitch. Uh, bought it. That isn't worth that much. That's this much per square meter. Like my daughter bought an apartment. It's like, why are you thinking of these hideous things? Say, and it's always Daily Mail. Yeah. Who is trolling these? Who is who is finding these articles? I only find them because I have a Google alert on. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is doing this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just got to not. Because honestly, these people aren't the people listening to your podcast that actually know you anyway and pay so, you for things. Yeah. Exactly. Well, they're not <laughs> your audience. No. They're just someone that knows a little bit about yeah. you just from there. So. Right. Yeah, I really don't care about that anymore. What's the yeah. wor- when you did care, what's the worst thing that you read about yourself or Well, media's changed a lot. Like back in the day before social media, you never had a right of reply. So <clears throat> it'd come out and there'd be a newspaper article, you do this whole interview positive, and it'd just be this one thing of like about she's got anorexia or something, which isn't true. Yeah. Like you couldn't do that now, you'd be sued. Yeah. But they'd just write anything and you just that would hurt me because people 
you know, you think, if, and also back then I thought everyone in the world's reading it. You don't yes. realise that's only people around you that care. Yeah. And people mainly just flick the page. So well, for be, me it yeah. felt like the, everyone thought that of me and, you know. Yeah. Um, but now with social media you get, you get to answer it. Right. Yeah, you never get to back then. Can you think of any headlines or anything you said that was misconstrued back in the day? Oh, no, but more they wouldn't say, you know how they say, oh, looking healthy, you know, meaning putting on a little bit of weight. Back then they used to say fat, like legit. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So you'd be like, oh, you know, and we're not very sensitive. But, yeah, now I think on social media you can talk to the people that actually want to follow you and explain it if it's ever bad. So Yeah. Yeah. I've turned off comments unless people are following me now. So if you're going to comment on my shit, you have to. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you you have to be following me if you're going to be a dickhead to me. Okay. And therefore you're going to be, you know, helping me pay for my mortgage. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If you want to be an asshole to me, you have to follow me because we're going to get that engagement up. Speaking of being a dickhead and talking about things getting misconstrued before you had a right of reply, I heard that Perez Hilton used to do something horrible to you. I mean, that was his thing. He, yeah. He's very much changed now, mm. I think. Um, but that's kind of how he made his name mm. was uh, that was his whole thing. He was like mm. one of the first to kind of go on like, uh, what was it called back then? And on, you know, line yeah. and, and write was about it. Blogging? it but, yeah. Well, he it had a blogging. blog, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, but I remember once there was like the front page of the blog was like yeah. this blurred out face with this um, girl's body with a camel toe and a million of them. And I was like, who's this loser? <laughs> anyway, I, put, I opened it and it was my face and I was like, oh, no. And it was the worst shot. Anyway, the worst thing is all the comments were like, who's this chick anyway? She's so ugly. And it was like, it, that was like pretty full on because no one knew me in America either. Right, and you have the, so, you have the Uggs on, the iconic Uggs. Yeah. yeah and, uh, no, yeah, my camel toe was more famous than I was. <laughs> I was like, it's getting more press than my work. Like, yeah. Did so that, that mess you up at all? No. Uh, no, now it's great content. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because back then, because I read all the comments, but that's what you got to not do. Right. Just start reading the comments, yeah. And you couldn't even have human with it because there was no social media, so you couldn't even no, post that I couldn't and be like, get amongst it. This? Yeah, go same. But, yeah. yeah, it's more jokes on you and you couldn't then, yeah, join in on the joke. Right. Yeah. What was it like being an Australian in LA and being in this industry? I feel like you're such a... I think it's interesting how Australians are in LA. Like I spoke to Ben Lee recently and I think it's a whole different world. Did you feel like you were kind of a fish out of water? Yeah. They, I mean, there's some amazing parts of being in LA mm. and then some, for me, I wasn't confident enough, I don't think either, or mm. thick enough skinned mm. um, to handle it. Mm. But, yeah, there's, it's just a different world. Like you'll be followed by 10 paparazzi, you know, every day, even if you've got no work, because they're just everywhere anyway. Right. Like, I remember um, Brittany was staying at a hotel and I happened to be next door. Right. And they couldn't get a hold of Brittany, so I went to the beach and they all came to me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, I just happened to be next door and they're like, oh, fuck it, you might as well shoot Sophie for $2. Yeah. Um, but, you know, no, there was some great experiences with it as well. But, like um, what? I just, I think I learned a lot um, it's literally like just a bigger version. It reminds me of Movie World. I used to work at Movie World. Um, even this. the little dramas in Movie World, it reminds mm. me of that, but a bigger version. So, because right. everyone's doing the same thing, right? Yeah. And did you ever feel? Because I've had friends in that have been in different industries in LA, then come back to Australia, Australian musicians and actors, and they've just been like, it just, it, it's just such like a weird, surreal experience being over there, and and you feel almost pressure to do things bigger and bigger and bigger. And in Australia, it feels much more like just home and calm. Do you do you feel that is that why you're back here? No. I just think I got over living there and I felt um, 
I made lots of friends, but I didn't feel like it. It just feels like Australia's my home. Mm. It just always felt like that for me. I knew yeah. I'd always go home. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't so much work because the work's amazing over there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, just missed home. Yeah. yeah. And just were willing to give up all the work over there to yeah. be back here. Yep. Yeah, and kind of start over. Yeah, a bit yeah. more calming. Yeah. You know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine myself in L.A., Mm. It's changed now since I've been there another level as well, I think. Be very, like, all the influences over, I can't. I can't imagine yeah. them. They're honestly, they're honestly cooked. Like, you're obviously very intelligent because you have... Mm, okay, Great area. No, 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 but, no, yeah, no, but you I, obviously I are. No, but you are. Because you've had a career in all these different areas and hosting is fucking hard, everyone. Mm. It's really hard and to be witty as you are and everyone loves how witty you are. Do you feel like you've ever been, you were saying before you kind of typecast as this, like, ditzy blonde. Do you feel like... That now do you ever feel like people assume you're, you're you're just a ditzy bimbo, or do you feel like now you've been able to show yourself so you are confident in your personality in the public eye? I think back in the day, everyone thought I was a ditzy blonde, and I was like, I'm smarter than you think, everyone. You're very you know, I'd smart. say don't underestimate me. Mm. But now I feel like I'm overestimated. Where <laughs> I'm like, everyone's like, you're super smart, and I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like I'm not some <laughs> manipulative. Like yeah, it's like don't overestimate me. I don't know a lot of shit. Oh yeah. my god, that's yeah. so funny. Mm. Um, uh, so I saw this TikTok of your audition with pop stars. Oh, yeah. And it was you, like, baby Sophie. I know. It was so I actually almost cried watching it. I got a bit emotional. I oh, why. I can't watch it. The innocence. What? It's so yeah, cute. I was so innocent. I was just a very, very young, you know, um, teenager. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I only had one boyfriend, you know, just didn't really live or travel or anything. Yeah. So I had that real innocence, I think. It's amazing that you aren't jaded and that you were so young and got catapulted into the spotlight. How, how do you think, why do you think that happened? Because most people who were famous from a young age just become absolute dicks. Yeah. Why are you not a dick so much? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I've always said? I think, um, is he sounding very superficial, this industry talk? But it's no, like, but- I feel like uh, it can put, or like being on TV or whatever, it can put a magnifying glass over who you are. Like whether mm. you're really nice, it'll highlight that if you're deep down an asshole, it can highlight that. So I think it brings out your strongest points of your personality in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're just a normal person. Yeah, I think I'm just normal. just normal. I'm not super nice or anything. I'm just normal. Yeah. Because that would have been so crazy. When you were getting catapulted where you kind of like felt like you were like holding on to the back of like a a jet ski or something. What are they called? Really not like a donut in the back of like a boat. Oh, I'm imagining water ski. Yeah. Oh, right. (laughs) I was like the donut. Keep it. Yeah. Um, But did you feel like you were like, fuck, 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 or were you like, this is my plan to, and not in a manipulative way or a genius way, but in just like you were like, yep, this is what I want to do next, 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 or were you just like kind of thrown Oh, no, no, no. I had no clue. Like when I went for the audition for Pop Stars, I thought it was a special on the ABC. I didn't read it properly. Yeah. And I thought it was like one episode and we'd be done. Like I didn't realize it was a reality show because there was none back then that went for like ages and that we were going to be, you know, kind of big. So I had no idea what I was walking into and then kind of just went, well, this is all I can do is entertain. I was hopeless at everything else. And I was like, okay, just try little bits and pieces and just, yeah, see if we can hang in there. Did you have any other jobs when you were a teenager? No, just Marilyn impersonator at Movie World. Really? um, So you've always just been a performer? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, I wanted to know if you had any, if you could talk to baby Sophie, what would you say to her, like, when she was at the audition? Imagine I'm like, don't do it. No, I'm joking. Don't do it! Go uh, learn accounting. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could go 
I mean, I had good people around me. Like, you know, everyone has nightmare stories. Like, mm. I don't know. I think you just have to learn as you go. I wouldn't say anything. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't say, like, because you just, I mean, you're not really fucked up yet. No. So. Well, touch wood. But You've done well. Yeah, I just feel like you just got to go with the flow, you know, kind of. Like, yeah, I wonder if I was in any other industry, I probably was, would have been as insecure and everything as well. You know, yeah. it was just my nature. Yeah, I yeah. think it amplifies it, though. Being yeah, it in does. Being in this industry, yeah. it makes it so much. And then also I get panicky about all the things that I've said and it's all recorded and it's oh, all yeah. out there. And I'm like, people can really just take things the wrong way. Like, yeah. But, but. Uh, yeah, you've got to just kind of suck it up mm. and just cop it. That's it. If you're not doing anything to try and hurt anyone, I don't think it matters, you know. Like yeah. I, I don't think I'm trying to upset anyone or, no. you know, so as long as you're being yourself and being kind, That's nothing so to worry about really. Do you have any more questions for Sophie? We should. Well, I, I just keep on. It, it's, do you know what? I have to ask the mermaid outfit that you wore in the Love Island. Yeah. Oh, my God. Iconic. When you sit on the rock playing the flute. Yes. Incredible. It oh, just shakes me you. every time. But oh. um, I also hear you have, I wish I had two recorders here with me, but I also <gasps> hear that you are actually quite talented with uh, wind instruments. Well, I'm trying to be humble, but I am. Are you actually, tell me. So I can play two recorders through my nostrils in harmony. Are you joking? No. I don't know how I figured it out. So I'm clearly fucking bored one day. Yeah, in harmony. In beautifully. Harmony. And so it like sounds, the same so hot cross buns, yeah, in harmony. And, and I've can... never seen anyone do it since. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Is there a video on Instagram or anything? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll have to find There's it. Yeah, I, have, I haven't well, seen I only heard the story. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna, yeah. we'll have to link it in the show notes yeah. because yeah. that is – but because the same pressure's coming out. Yeah. So you, yeah. So that's so hot. So great nostrils. And that, at your wedding, fingers. you can do that. In, fuck off a band. Yeah. And just get the recorders going. Yeah. And at yeah. school, I played the triangle too. <laughs> I was in the percussion. Yeah, that obviously I didn't turn up much. So I was like at the end and then just proud, like, ding. <laughs> yeah. So oh pretty God. musical. Oh my God, Sophie, thank you so much for coming on. It's been so lovely to speak uh, to you thank properly. You for me. And we aren't enemies. No, just I adore for everyone. you. I'm no, a fan. Sophie. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Listener.